Hey, one more thing before you go. What do you get when you have an angel and a demon who work together to save the world, get punished for it, and sent to earth to spend the rest of their eternity? Stay tuned. We're going to answer these questions more when we have a conversation about one of our favorite shows on Amazon Prime. What is it, Diane? Good omens. Welcome to One More Thing Before You Go Over the Teacup Sunday with Michael and Diane. I'm your host, Michael, and I'm here with my lovely wife and co-host, Diane. Hello, happy Sunday. Welcome to the show. Hello, Diane. Hello, Michael. This is Sunday, so grab a cup of tea or whatever you're drinking just to relax. And uh, we're going to have a good conversation about, again, one of our favorite programs. We've been waiting forever for this program to come back. Uh, it's now in its second season. And um, we're hoping that it goes for a third. They kind of yeah. allude to the fact that it may go to a third. And we're going to manifest it's going to go to a third. Yes. The first season was in 2019. It's been forever. You know, it, and it's it stars one of my favorite, which we'll talk about here in a second. But you know, I am a Doctor Who fan in and yes, sure. through and throughout, and uh, it it stars like my favorite Doctor Who, um, David Tennant. So you know, I'm really excited about this, and you know, I I do have a problem with his hair in this, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that's you know, a you thing. That's, well, that's, that's a me you. thing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but it's, you know, it's, it's a really, it's an amazing show. Um, should I tell everybody about it? Yes. Amazon's Good Omens is in its second season, as we just said. It's an adaptation of Terry Pratchett and Neil Gaiman's novel. It's a witty and whimsical story of how an unlikely group of heroes saved the world from the apocalypse, which they probably need to show up about now, present day, I think. Yeah. <laughs> in, re in reality. It's, it's seeming that way, isn't it? Yeah. The show follows the adventures of an angel, a demon, a witch, a witch hunter, and Antichrist as they try to thwart plans of heaven and hell. Um, <clears throat> you, it, this, it, it's an amazing premise just for what it is in the first place. And um, season one was like on the edge of your seat. They left us with a cliffhanger that was, you know, it was like, well, the typical cliffhanger, like, Right. We want more. It was, it was a good cliffhanger. Right. And then they made us wait for a long, long time. <laughs> and it wasn't nice of them. <laughs> it wasn't nice of them at all. It is no. kind of one of those things where they kind of, <laughs> they kind of go, we're going to tease you a little bit. And is it coming back? Is it not coming back? Is coming it coming back? back? Is it not coming back? I'm just glad they got it done before the strike. Yes. Before the yes. writer's strike, before the, you know, SAG, SAG after I, strike. I had turned on the TV to, to work out and saw it was just the first thing that popped up on on the screen that it was back and i was yeah. just i couldn't even i couldn't even talk i, I went well, running out to the room to you and i was like michael uh -huh. michael michael yeah yeah it was pretty good i and and, and for obviously we support the actors and the and the writers for oh, yes you know their their uh, journey in regard to the strike and trying to get more um get more money realistically i mean I'll leave a link in the, in the show notes. It's amazing the amount of, uh, or little amount of residuals that uh, some of these actors are getting for shows that have been on for, you know, a little while. And, and so everybody understands the process in regard to that just briefly. You know, an actor, our daughter was an actor, is an actor, 
basically when you do a television program or you do a movie, you get residuals when it shows again. Those residuals help you to uh, continue with a, uh, a constant income. Over a period of time, they do reduce. So, you know, over 10 episodes, uh, 10 showings, it'll, it'll go down a little bit, 20 showings, go down a bit more, 30 showings, down a little bit more, that kind of a thing. But uh, actors and writers survive on this. So yeah. as an individual that supported and as a couple that have supported the entertainment industry for quite some time um, before we even start with this, you know, obviously it puts a little damper in one of our favorite pastimes, which is watching a movie and TV. Um, we do support them in regard yes, to this do. because they do have to make a living. Yeah, absolutely. So anyway, off my soapbox there just a wee bit. You <laughs> see, I'm watching, uh, watching David Tennant and, and I, after putting about my Scottish accent because he's really Scottish, even though he's playing an English guy. He does really well. I, you know, I'm not into Doctor Who. I never really got into it, but um, I really like him in this a lot. One of these days I'll drag you into it. <laughs> I know. We've been trying for years. Kicking and, and, and screaming. <laughs> I, I don't have anything against Doctor Who. I, I just, it's not usually the kind of stuff I watch, you know? It, it isn't, but you know, it, it, lately you've been opening your um, arena of what you do watch and the things that you have kind of went, oh, wow, I guess, yeah, this is pretty cool. Yeah. So, you know, maybe maybe we'll get I, lucky. and You know, if, if the strike goes on much longer, then... Um, You'll I be a Doctor Who fan pretty thought. soon. <laughs> <laughs> we'll start at the beginning and it'll, it'll be there. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're running out of stuff to watch. We'll start from yeah. the beginning. Mm -hmm. So we'll work. Mm -hmm. Anyway, let's talk a little bit about the premise. The premise is about... Uh, I always, and we always have a hard name with this, right? It's an angel's name, so it's kind of oh. Aziraphale. Aziraphale. <laughs> I thought it was Aziraphale. Aziraphale. There it is. Aziraphale. Aziraphale. So I'm going to say that just once and we'll talk to him, the angel, from now on. <laughs> yes. It's Aziraphale. Aziraphale. It's funny because in season two, there's a demon trying to go after him and he's trying to pronounce his name just like I did. <laughs> and uh, it's really funny, actually. Yeah. And then Crowley. Um, I know him as Crowley as well. Um, this character was also in Supernatural, which uh, you guys should all still check out. But uh, it, it, these characters are an integral part of this particular show. They're uh, an angel. Azarafel is an angel. Oh, I said it. Crowley's it's a demon who have been friends since the beginning of time. They enjoy living on Earth and have grown fond of humans in their culture. They decide to work together to prevent the apocalypse by influencing the Antichrist who's just been born. Well, has been born, but they've been hiding him. They've been helping hide him. Who was switched at birth with another child. However, they end up raising the wrong boy and lose track of the real Antichrist. As far as David Tennant, as I just said, David Crowley, or as Crowley, uh, Michael Sheen as Azarafael. And they both do an, an amazing job. Yeah, they're really good. It's so it's so interesting. And this season, I, in particular, it gets more into their relationship and yeah, how, where it started, how it got there, and where they're at. Right, and what they've been through throughout the span of all existence, really. Yeah, and, and again, we'll talk about this, but it, it appears that you know they they are constantly stalked by heaven and hell to see if they're actually friends and if they're actually, you know kind working. of uh, working with each other behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. yeah. but, uh, you know, additional cast is Miranda Richardson. Some of these names you'll recognize. And John Hamm. John Hamm plays Gabriel. He does an amazing job of playing 
what we would think would be Gabriel. Oh, John Hamm. Yeah, yeah, and for all you ladies out there, you'll see a um, yeah, you'll see an extra portion of uh, John Hamm in season two. Oh <laughs> uh, yes, uh, Nina so, so <laughs> Nina Sozanya, um, Dune. Makachan, and please forgive me for not pronouncing your names correctly if I missed that. Uh, she plays Dark Archangel Michael, which is, you know, interesting because they have a female playing Archangel Michael. And this is like the third in, um, incarnation I have seen where they have Archangel Michael as a female. Mm -hmm. um, did it in Constantine with Keanu Reeves. And uh, she did it even in there. It, it was, to a me... Michael. I'm sorry? A female Michael. A female Michael, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it's it's interesting because it, I I didn't give it a second thought. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You you when you yeah. think of Archangel Michael in from the depictions that you see typically of Archangel Michael, you know it's this warrior mm -hmm. standing up there and, and and so forth. Which not I'm not saying that a woman can't be a warrior because there uh -huh. are amazing women that are warriors. Yes. But, you know, it, I didn't have a second thought about it. And I mean, I grew up Catholic, so they're very strict about certain things. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure that they have a thing to say about this. Hasn't Archangel Michael always been portrayed like, in pictures of them or, you know, art, art of Archangel Michael? They've had long hair. It, it almost look, um, I can't think of the word all of a sudden where it could be either it could be either male or female. Yeah, it could be really. male or female. Right. So, so, so I mean, it, it is, I mean, it, it is not beyond the grasp. I like it. I like the character. She does a really good job. Um, you know, and a lot of these things we believe in archangels when we talk to our archangels, if you listen to some of the other episodes, one more thing before you go, you know, that we believe in um, angels and archangels. So we talk to these archangels whenever we get the opportunity. We, we do. Although, we don't talk to Azafrail. <laughs> I, I had never heard. I mean, that must be, a, maybe it's a made up one. I don't know if that's supposed to be like. I'm going to have to investigate that. Yeah. An actual name of an archangel that, you know, in the list of archangels, as we know it, yeah. we've never heard that I've one. But, but then yeah. again, we've also looked up angel stuff and then went, I've never heard of that one. That's true. That's you true. know, kind of a thing. So who knows? Uh, Gloria Abiano uh, plays Archangel Uriel. Francis McDormand plays God. So mm -hmm. they have a depiction of a female as God, as a woman as God, which I think is unique in itself as well. Because, I mean, what was it that we, oh, an old movie with. Um, oh, with Ben Affleck. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, I love that movie. Um, and um, Alana, Alanis Morissette. Thank you. Alanis yes. Morissette. Yes, we do love pop culture. Yes, we are movie fanatics, but yes, we are getting older, and sometimes that slips our mind. Oh, so many things slip our mind. It's it's not even funny. funny. Well, this Good Omens is, is so well done. That was nominated yeah. for three primetime Emmys, five wins, and 14 nominations total. Mm -hmm. So it, it's interesting because it's basically, in, in uh, season one, there's there's six episodes in each one yeah there's six episodes in each one mm -hmm. season one and season two so they're very they're very it's a very bingeable show so if you, have, bingeable. if you haven't watched it you, you could get it done in a weekend so as, you, as uh, diane just said the episodes are between 45 minutes and an hour um, but again very very bingeable um 
Do you want to hear about uh, season one? Should we tell everybody about kind of yeah. season one? I mean, a little bit, because we want them to watch bit. it. So don't, you know. We'll go give away too many secrets. But just, just a few secrets. So as I said earlier in the intro, the when Armageddon is triggered, um, it's triggered because of the birth of the Antichrist. And he reached a certain age. Um, it's Satan's child reached a certain age that uh, Armageddon was supposed to be triggered. So as a Raphael, I'm getting better at that. And Crowley team up with the other heroes uh, to stop it. In the first season, the Antichrist has been born, which means the end of times is coming soon. However, Crowley, a demon, and Azufrail, an angel, have each spent a lot of time on Earth and would prefer not to see it destroyed. So Crowley, Crowley and Azufrail decide to work together to prevent the apocalypse. Their plan is to influence the upbringing of the newly born Antichrist, the spawn of Satan, in an attempt to thwart the Antichrist role in the apocalypse. Um, I got that from, believe it or not, from the actual novel, the, uh, the writers of the novel, um, mm -hmm. <clears throat> excuse me, that they adapted into the screenplay. Uh, the book um, and, the, and, the, and the, the show itself, it opens up with the expulsion of Adam and Eve from the Garden of Eden, and then jumps forward to the time of the birth of uh, the Antichrist. His presence on earth indicates to the forces of heaven and hell that the apocalypse is nigh, as the book states, and that the Armageddon will culminate in the ultimate battle between good and evil here on earth. During this time period on in season one, you also we also find out about the um, presence of a witch that uh, predicted all of this and um, her uh, her descendants. And uh, it's Agnes Nutter. She was a witch who had made accurate predictions centuries before um, a witch hunter killed her. Her descendant, it, what, if they come up with names like this, do they sit around and think about how difficult can we make these names so that we can only pronounce them? <laughs> Pretty much. Anathema. Anathema. Right. Studied her predictions and went to England to stop the apocalypse as well. So the witch actually, her descendant is right. introduced in season one. And then there's a witch hunter that starts coming after her. And there's a unique twist that I won't say what that is between the... What's that? I said, yeah, don't do that. I'm not going to do that. It's very just, interesting, and there's twists and turns. <laughs> yes, we'll say we'll just say it that way. <laughs> um, not knowing, basically, as I said, there's the witch hunter, and there's another witch hunter who is actually the descendant of the original witch hunter mm -hmm. is now hunting this witch in the first one. And at the same time, she's looking for the Antichrist kid. Mm -hmm. and, and that's pretty much the story. And then, of course, they're trying to stop the apocalypse, and the culmination of all that ends up on a military base, which would make sense, mm -hmm. you know, and, and we, again, I don't want to give too much away, but basically you'll have to decide whether or not it ends or if it does not end, if they stop the apocalypse or if they didn't stop the apocalypse. Mm -hmm. So what did you like about season one? Well, what I can remember of it, um, it, uh, it was just it was just really interesting i thought the concept was really interesting and the the way they have to travel through and and the things that they have to do to to make things go the way they need them to go you know it, yeah. it how they have to work together and and it's unlikely that this group of people might work together for the common good but they are um so yeah 
right. it's, it's, just, it's an interesting concept because in reality, if anybody, if you're spiritual, religious in any form, there's always been these naysayers, these individuals that continue to get up on the soapbox and say, you know, this is the end of the world. This is the apocalypse is coming. And they've done it, you know, over the, over the years, mm-hmm. they've done it probably the last 20 years. I think in 2000, they thought it was the apocalypse coming. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. and, and, and then they did it again about five years later. Now they're going to end up five years after that. And everybody thinks the apocalypse is going to be here. Heck, you and I talked about the possibility of it being here right now with the Antichrist walking the earth in a particular person's stupid suit, which we won't talk about. Stupid <laughs> suit, even. Uh, yeah. So, you know, it's, well, you know, I could say a whole lot more, but. Yeah, we just don't get into that. We just don't. It's a whole other conversation. (laughs) We are debating whether to maybe do another podcast on that. Expand the podcast in a different direction. Part of the direction. I would not, I will not be on it, but it will be all you. It will. You have have plenty to say on the subject, so. I do. I do, I do. (laughs) Almost like I'm married to it. See, I do. (laughs) You kind of are married to it, actually. You know, it's, it is, it's. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Well, back to back to the story. Yes. You know, um, Terry Pratchett and Neil Gaiman are the ones that actually wrote the book in the first place, the novel. And uh, I think they had a brilliant concept for what was transpiring, what was going to take place, and the intricate characters, other than these weird names yeah. that we can't pronounce, um, which they're probably having a glass of wine or a beer thinking about laughing, you know, every time somebody sure. brings it up. Yeah. Uh, Neil Gaiman is actually the producer and the showrunner for Good Omens, the program that's on Prime, Amazon Prime right now. You know, it is it is an amazing opportunity for people to get a um, a unique perspective on what if. Yeah, yeah, and you know what I mean, and, what if, and a unique perspective on you know if you already know you know, stuff from the Bible and, and things how, you know, in the Bible, they say things are supposed to happen and going to happen. You know, yeah. if you're, if you're very, you know, up on all of that, then yeah. you might really enjoy this and how this take on it. I, I have so to too. say though, I'm, I really like season two, I think even more. Season one was very well done. And mm-hmm. I think that uh, it intrigued us enough. It got us introduced to the characters. It got us introduced to the premise. And again, it left you, it leaves you on the edge of your seat, you know, mm-hmm. to the end. So if you haven't watched it, you really need to start. And fortunately, fortunately and unfortunately, you have to have an Amazon Prime account to be able to do it uh, because it's on Amazon Prime. Maybe they'll move it later from there. I don't know. Possibility exists. I've seen some things go from Prime over to like Hulu or Netflix, but I doubt it because they're competing, you know, streaming services. But if you, if you, you get a, um, Amazon Prime, don't cut me off when I say this. You can always get a free trial. Binge this and then cancel your free trial because it'd be worth it. (laughs) Please don't cancel us. (laughs) Please don't cancel us. (laughs) Please don't cancel us. So it's interesting because the the concept of Armageddon is left at the end of uh, season one. And, um, and, And if you go to IMDb and you look now, you'll see it. But uh, uh, Crowley and Azrafel are both put on trial. So, you know, they're going to decide whether or not they're going to, what they're going to do with them because they, they suspect that they co-conspired 
in order to stop the apocalypse because everybody was wanting this. The angels up in heaven were going, we want to fight, we want to fight, we want to fight. The demons are going, we want to fight, we want to fight, we want to fight. Mm -hmm. They're both all biting at the bit. So, you know, it, it leaves that open a little bit. But as we evolve into the second season that opens up, um, it's now, you know, as, as after the punishment is laid down mm -hmm. in season one, you're going to find that in season two, uh, both Azafrail and uh, Crowley. See, the more I say it, the more it just rolls off my tongue. Maybe that's what they had to do when they wrote it. They just kept saying it. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> They're now exiled from heaven and hell. Azafrail and Crowley must team up once again after the mysterious arrival of a familiar face. Here comes a little bit of a secret, but it's in IMDb, so I'm not really giving it away, but you could guess probably as a naked archangel turns up at the door <laughs> to the renegade Azrafail's <laughs> bookshop with no memory of who he is or how he got there. And Azrafail and retired Demon Crowley, lives from extremely complicated. Heaven and hell are both desperate to find the runaway. The runaway as in the archangel, who doesn't know where he's going. As Crowley and Azrafail are back in the attempt to fix a human romance in the middle of it, things become increasingly unsafe for them in the past and the present. And that that is from IMDb. So I give credit to IMDb. I wanted to make sure that we said that correctly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we started watching it. We kind of dove right into it. And yeah. we've still got one and a half episodes to watch. Mm -hmm. We will be honest yeah. before it's yes. over. Yes. But we had to take a break and come and talk to you all about it. Right. So, what do you think of season two? I love season two. I, I do. I think that um, it, it answers a lot of questions that at least I had after season one. Um, and it, like I said, it explores more of their friendship and kind of when they met and what happened. And, and they have actually been going through all of existence and all these major things you know wars and and it, you name it they went through it and they yeah. and they they revisit the it does go back and forth it's back and forth into time if they're they're jumping timelines and they're not really clear on that so you kind of have to really pay attention but um it shows like what happened in the past and how because of what they did in the past, why they're here now, which yes. is interesting. Yeah. It, it, you, you get to see the, the, the friendship. Mm -hmm. I mean, they kind of imply a little bit more than a friendship, but yeah. you know, they you haven't really been clear about that. They but... haven't been clear about that. Um, but you get to see that friendship evolve from the very beginning of time, as we said, you know, in the, in the beginning of this show and, um, and how it's evolved. And, you know, you see that both of them really enjoy where they're at here on earth. And they really don't want to screw that up. And, you know, it's an interesting twist um, at the end of last season and the beginning of this one because, you know, it, it <laughs> when they get um, judged, when they go through trial, uh, that was one of my favorite parts, actually, uh, mm -hmm. because of how it transpired and what they ended up doing and pulling it off and so forth because it kind of shows you that, you know, there's a little gray area. You know what I mean? There's a it, there's a gray area. There's so the angel didn't quite lie, mm -hmm. but didn't quite tell the truth. Mm -hmm. The demon didn't quite tell the truth. 
or didn't lie, mm -hmm. but didn't quite tell the truth as well. So, you know, like he says all the time, Crowley, all the time, I'm a demon, I lie. Mm -hmm. I'm a demon, I lie. Right. right. And in this particular case, he may have, but he did it for the right reasons. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it was pretty, I think it was pretty, so far I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, it's a great show. I hope they have a season three. It has an amazing supporting cast. And I know that we recognize some of these names, some of these names I do not recognize, but Miranda Richardson, of course, you know, recognize her for many things. John Hamm, of course, obviously John Hamm. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, Nina Sosanya. Um, don't recognize her name very much, but I've seen her in several other things. She's, you know, a well-known visual actor. You see her, it's like one of these other supporting actors that you see in, you know, a hundred different other programs. Um, yeah, Dune Makacham, who plays Archangel Michael. I don't know if I've seen her in anything else either, but she plays a great Archangel Michael. Her face, her, she looked very familiar to me, but I can't place what I've seen her in. Which is so, her in, yeah. Yeah, I think she's a, I think she's a fairly well-known character actor that you know the face, but you don't really recognize the name. Well, and, and obviously everybody knows Frances McDormand. Now, she was prevalent in the beginning uh, on season one, but I've not really heard her speak in season two. Uh, God no, seems to be. I don't uh, think so, not yet. Yeah, they, I think God. They talk, they talk about God, but they don't. I don't remember hearing something hearing. about yeah. Mm -hmm. Whether or not they said um, say anything to her. I mean, I haven't heard her come on and say anything about it. But again, we've still got, you know, we've still got a, an episode and a half to be able to watch. So, have not seen the Antichrist Kid in season two, although you think it would, it should be, because it's obviously at the end of season one, it still showed him kind of still wanting to be a kid, mm -hmm. but still kind of going a little bit on the dark side, goes back to the gray area. Yeah, and you know, it's kind of interesting as we're talking about this that they haven't really talked about Armageddon or anything in season two. It's like, so they stop yeah, but, it. But they're kind of they, trying to hunt them. It seems I, I like think, they stopped it. Maybe they didn't. We don't know. But then they're not really talking about it. They're just kind of going more into their friendship over the span of no, existence. I think, I, it, the, I think they were punished because they did stop it. Okay. And they turned, you know, they, they turned the, the Antichrist kid. Well, yeah. But, but okay, but so they stopped it then. But if, if, if heaven and hell were so bent on having this happen, isn't that still a risk that it's gonna they're gonna well, go it, they're gonna fight again? Well, that's why we want a season three. Okay, season all right. Three. Season three. Because they're not really they're not talking about it in season two. They're not. We we need a good omens three. Yeah, we so, do. That's yeah. what we need because that'll wrap all this up. See, that's mm -hmm. why we need that because yes, the the it still does exist because in reality, even though the son of Satan has reached a particular age and that's supposed to be the age of, of, of reckoning. Mm -hmm. Okay. It got thwarted a little bit. So mm -hmm. in reality, you know, the possibility still exists that the Antichrist can still change his mind. Right. Right. But you know, the season two spends a, spends a lot of time basically trying to still go after as and Crowley. Mm -hmm. And then find the lost archangel because I mean, who loses an, an archangel? Right. Who, you know, who's going to get in trouble for that? Yeah. And well, <laughs> you know? and heaven, heaven's really trying to uh, keep that under wraps, you know, because 
That's they don't want everybody to know, especially this archangel, because obviously, you know, it's a very important archangel, very powerful archangel, and all of a sudden they're gone and nobody can find him. And mm-hmm. you know, it's 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 a fun second season, I think. It it's, is fun. It's yeah. fun and it's funny. There's so much there's so much humor. It just makes you laugh. I love it. Yeah. It's a good thing. Yeah. I, lo- I like it. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Oh, and for the Doctor Who fans out there, there's some little subtle, yeah. uh, what do you call them, Easter eggs? Easter eggs. Mm-hmm. In regard to the connection between David Tennant and Doctor Who. Yeah, you get so, so excited that, when that happens too. You get does. very excited. Oh, there's, there's one, there's one. <laughs> so it's, it, they're both, it, it, for, for everybody out there, that if you're a Doctor Who fan, you need to watch for them visually, and then you'll hear some audibly. So, you know, some of them are very, very apparent. Some of them are not quite as apparent, but right. you just need to keep an eye out for them. You know, and if you have to, watch it once and then go back and watch it again slowly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For the Easter eggs. That way, hey, they get more views, right? Get more views, yeah. we get a season three. We yes. get a Good Omens three. So yes. I would think so. Mm-hmm. Anyway, overall, so far, what do you like about season two? I, I think I just like the fact that they're going back through time and showing us how um like in season one at least for me in season one i didn't realize uh how long they how long how associated they've been with one another you know so i think this was this is kind of a good way to let us in on that of how they've worked together on several things throughout existence so i just think that's really interesting it's interesting well i think that that it shows them as a friendship thing because I mean, look, I'll be honest with this, and this is, I'm not giving anything away in this regard because you'll find it out in the first season anyway. Um, Crowley is a fallen angel. He used to be an angel up in heaven, and um, he's a fallen angel. So he's not Satan fallen angel, but he is a, a fallen angel. So he was sent down below for his penance, and then um, Crowley, uh, Crowley escapes. So that that's season one. He comes up from there, and he's been living on Earth, and they kind of leave him alone in, in this kind of a deal. So, you know, now season two, they're not leaving either one of them alone. Right. Because they think they're working together still, because part of the agreement was they weren't supposed to work together or right. do anything together, but they kind of keep that under wraps. So, yeah, I think that that's my favorite part. I think it's just a little intriguing cat and mouse game that, mm-hmm. you know, between good and evil. But at the same time, you show not that I have any empathy for demons. Don't get me wrong. Now, if they all were like David Tennant, maybe. (laughs) He is fun. He is fun. I mean, as demons go, this one's a fun one. He's a fun one. I I wouldn't mind hanging out with him. He he wasn't like, um, of course, I'm going to try to get my memory back together again. Uh, Lucifer, Netflix. You mean the one that played Lucifer? The one that played Lucifer. Tom Ellis. Yes. So yes. Uh, Tom Ellis would show yes. the evil side of himself every once in a while in, in yeah. Lucifer, which is another great show. You should watch that if you haven't watched oh, it. Oh, please watch that. Yes. Our, yes. Daughter's in, our daughter's in one of the episodes. Yes. She is. She is. Two of the episodes, actually. She's in two yeah. of the episodes. In the background. Yeah. yeah, but she's right at the bar. She's right at the bar. She's right next to, yeah. So... Yes. Your overall recommendation for everybody out there listening and watching? Watch it, watch it, watch it. And what are they going to watch? Where They're going to watch it on Amazon Prime. And what are they going to watch? 
They're going to watch Good Omens. Good Omens 1 and Good Omens 2. And you have to watch both. And they're very bingeable. And there's only six episodes per season. So I'm like, eh. That's only 12. That's 12 episodes. That's you could get episodes. one done one day, one done the next day. You can do or this. Or you could stay up, start at 8 in the morning and end at 8 at night. Yep. Very easy, very easy to binge. Very easy to go. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I, my sentiments exactly. I think that uh, you should go watch this and do it quickly. And again, if you're an Amazon Prime member, it's already there. If you're not, you can always get a free trial and watch it then. If you love it, then you can stay with Amazon Prime. And we don't make any money by saying that. Nope. I kind of wish we did, but we don't. There but are other there are good shows on Amazon Prime too. So. There are, yeah. uh, which I'll be talking about. Because um, there's going to be some changes coming to One More Thing Before You Go, so I'll warn you, there will be some changes. We're going to take a small break. I'll give some details in the next week here. Uh, I'm going to take a small break. I've been doing, we're approaching our 300th episode. And I'm um, going to take a little bit of a break. You'll see some reruns for a little while, which uh, we're going to pick out some of the best ones so that, you know, something you may not have watched if you're just joining us, you may not have watched, or if you have been with us, which we are grateful for, you know, mm -hmm. something that you may uh, can revisit to get some, uh, you know, some refreshment of the podcast itself. But we're restructuring just a little bit. We're converting to seasons and um, we're converting to some new content. And uh, it's going to be good. Everything's for the positive. Everything is going to be great with it. You're going to you're going to mm -hmm. love what we're bringing to you. Yep. And you I know think. you need a little bit of a break because you are a one man show. I am a one man show. Although yep. I get I get some help from my daughters and my wife yes. occasionally. Yes. But yes, I'm a one man. I'm the chief bottle washer up to the chef <laughs> right <laughs> of the podcast yes of uh, the podcast if you can put that analogy there so and yes you stay very busy. stay very very busy so uh please stay with us we appreciate it if you would stay with us um and during that time period and grace period again i'll give some more information here in the next week and you know that way we can uh continue this journey together for one more thing before you go i think you'll like the changes so yes. the involvement anyway Diane. Yes. Well, let me say this one more real quick. Go watch Good Omens on Amazon yep. Prime, yes. season one and two. You're gonna you're gonna love it. So, Diane, yes. this is one more thing before you go. Do you have any national day um, things for for people maybe today and and and, yes. and or maybe tomorrow? Uh, I haven't looked at tomorrow, but I can. So um, today, Sunday, August sixth, uh, National Root Beer Float Day. How about I root Beer Float. I was never into them very much. Did you like those when you had them? I love root beer floats. In fact, remember when the girls uh, brought me some um, natural root beer and some oh, that's right. that's dairy right. free ice cream for as a, yep. as a surprise and they brought that's it home and said, we're going to have root beer floats. It made my night, man. That's right. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I can take them or leave them, but that's right. I remember you do like those. That's yeah, right. yeah. It was great. Um, so go have a root beer float, everybody. Um, national national friendship day so this is a this is a good day um and national sisters day which is interesting i have to tell the girls because they just went to see barbie today together so how about that on national sisters day that's another good movie yes good we'll movie about, we may talk about that later everybody well it seems as though everybody has because they passed the one billion dollar <laughs> mark but um yeah if you haven't seen it go see it barbie's awesome um national fresh breath day okay <sighs> Um, 
National Wiggle Your Toes Day. All right, well, I wiggle my toes all the time because they hurt, and so I try to wiggle them to loosen them up, but whatever. Um, and American Family Day. Uh, let's see, what do we do for family? Well, we talked to my parents today, so there's that. Uh, yes. We did not um, talk to the girl, but... Well, it's because they're in the movie. They're in the movie. So they're in the movie. We did a little bit of family stuff. So, um, I oh, tomorrow. Here we go. Tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. Just give us like two. Okay, that's a weird one. Um, how about uh, National Purple Heart Day is tomorrow? I think that everybody should uh, take note of the National Purple Heart Day. And if you know somebody mm -hmm. that has received a Purple Heart, which is the one of the highest, most distinguished awards to any military member of uh, the military community in risking their life for others and yes. or themselves. Yes. Um, so yes, I would uh, seek out and uh, tell somebody to you know with a Purple Heart, thank you. Yeah, commemorates the creation of the oldest American military decoration for military merit. Honors the men and women who are of the military order of the Purple Heart. <clears throat> Yes. Well, I will, so. I will seek something out tomorrow. Yes. Thank you very much. Thank you for this conversation, Diane. I really appreciate it. I think we had a good time. I think we... You're welcome. Uh, yeah, I think it's, it's good. Everybody else that's out there watching and listening, one more thing before you go. Have a great day. Have a great night. Have a great week. We thank you. We appreciate you. And we'll see you next Wednesday. Thanks for listening to this episode of One More Thing Before You Go. Check out our website at beforeyougopodcast.com. You can find us as well as subscribe to the program and rate us on your favorite podcast listening platform.